Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called The Wrath of a Different Naiad. Kola and Kiki continued heading south through the woods. They had no idea that the Discordia were looking for them. They thought they were relatively safe. Food was scarce, but Kola was able to find a few berries, seeds, and edible tree mushrooms that flourished even in the late fall. Kiki's curiosity about the world was unquenchable. She asked questions about everything. On the day of the first snow, she looked up in delight and said, What are these white things that fall from the sky? They are made of water, are they not? Some kind of fluffy ice? Kola said, Close. They're a different kind of frozen water called snowflakes. He caught one on his palm and showed it to her. Some stick legends say they are the tears of an ice goddess. Kiki looked up as the flakes fluttered down. They're beautiful. Look how they dance through the air. Kola said, yeah, they are beautiful. And when a bunch of them cover the ground, the whole earth looks like it's coated in a blanket of white. It's very peaceful. Kiki said, oh, I love this world above. She caught a snowflake on her palm and watched it melt. Everything was wondrous and new to Kiki. Kola was a patient teacher. He loved answering her questions. And he would ask her questions about the underwater world. Kiki told him about daily life in the Mosa city. What they ate, what songs they sang, what tales they told. And Kola was filled with wonder at her answers. Their curiosity and fascination with each other brought light to their hearts. Their love grew stronger every day. But they had no idea they were being followed. Selica had at last found their trail. She followed them from the shadows and treetops, listening to their words. As she witnessed their kindness and curiosity and the gentle way they treated each other, she began to have doubts about the things she thought she knew. Her master, Olnik, had taught her that love was the weakest emotion. The Discordia constantly insulted and undermined each other, and that was viewed as strength. Yet Kiki and Kola didn't seem weak. Their love seemed to strengthen each other. Selica wondered if her parents had been like them. Well, eventually Kiki and Kola came to the land south of mighty Lake Matawak, the uninhabited country known as Mandigo. They found a good spot to make a shelter. But as they began gathering sticks to build a lean-to and start a fire, a snowstorm arose. It soon turned into a howling blizzard. Well, Selica watched them from her perch inside a hollow tree. And she thought, well, this storm will do them in. They'll start fighting and then they'll probably die. But Kiki and Kola didn't fight as the Discordians would have done. Instead, they worked together. They helped each other to make a little shelter, a lean-to against an overhanging rock. They gathered wood for a fire, and soon they were snuggled together. As Selica watched them and saw the depth of their love, even in the face of adversity, she again wondered if her parents had been like this. They had been homesteaders after all. They had made their home in the wild woods, far from other Mimi settlements. 
They must have been strong, and they must have been in love. For a brief second, Selica thought of maybe not going back to the Discordia and telling them that she had found Kiki and Kola. But she knew she owed her life to Olnik. After all, he had saved her when she was a baby, or so she thought. And so, after the blizzard passed, she silently headed north to tell the other Discordia what she had learned. Well, Selica returned to the Discordia a few days later and reported everything she had seen. But as she told the story of Kiki and Kola, Molurk noticed that she spoke of the couple with a touch of reverence. He snorted, <laughs> and then he said, You've grown soft, Selica, the way you talk about that couple. Makes me think you have empathy for them. But Olnik waved this aside. You've done well, Selica. Merlurk shook his head and went back to stirring the fire. Olnik smiled at Selica. Now you will take us to them. We will march south. So the Discordia began a long journey south through the snowy forest. It was almost a month before they reached the land of Mandigo, for the other Discordians couldn't fly. When they at last arrived in Mandigo, they saw that Kiki and Kola had constructed a primitive little cabin. It even had a fireplace. Smoke rose from the chimney, and a light shone from within. Olnik smiled cruelly. Good. Malurk, lead the men and kidnap the water witch. So the Discordians rushed to the cabin and smashed down the door. <laughs> Kiki was alone, sitting beside the fire. They grabbed her and dragged her outside. Malurk held his sword to her throat. You will get the silver sword for my master, he said. Olnik approached and said, Patience, Malurk. There's no need for threats yet. I'll drain her mind and hypnotize her into getting the sword for us. It was at that moment that Kola returned from the forest, carrying wood for the fire. He threw down the armful of logs and cried, Leave her alone! Olnik motioned to his men, We don't need the boy. Kill him. Several Discordians rushed towards Kola, but suddenly Kiki wrenched herself free from their grips. Her form shifted, and her eyes glowed with fury. She grew larger and transformed into an angry naiad, a water spirit. She roared a word of power in the Mosa tongue, and the trees shook at the sound. Around her, a tornado of snow began twisting. It lifted the Discordians ah, and tossed them aside. They cried out in pain as they were flung into the trees. Ah! At last, the twisting snow cyclone subsided. Kiki transformed back into a Mimi. She flew to Kola's side and grabbed his hand. Let's get out of here, she said, and they flew away from the clearing. The members of the Discordia were battered and bruised. Oh, they picked themselves up and hobbled to the cabin to regroup. Olnik, who alone among the group was relatively unhurt, paced angrily in the tiny cabin. Malurk sat in the back of the room, brooding in the shadows. Mm. Selica stared into the dying fire, nursing a hurt wing and thinking. She didn't want to pursue the woman from the lake anymore, 
But how could she convince Olnik to abandon the chase? At last she spoke up. The Water Woman has powers beyond our imagining. She may prove impossible to fight. I wonder if uh, perhaps we should leave her alone and find a different path to power. Mullerk stood up, a triumphant sneer on his lips. I always knew you were a traitor, Selica. Now you want our master to turn away from his sacred quest to find the silver sword? He turned to Olnek. Master, she wants us to fail. She is a traitor at heart. As I told you long ago, she will never be one of us. But Olnek ignored Malurk. He was watching Selica closely. At last he said, Selica is right. The shape-shifting water witch has more powers than we imagined. It would be hard for us to best her in combat. However, she does seem to have love for the boy. Perhaps we could separate them and hold the boy captive. We could force her to do our bidding. We'll say we'll kill the boy unless she submits to our will. Her love will be her undoing. Love is always a weakness. Mullerk smiled at this plan because he was cruel-hearted and enjoyed inflicting pain. Selica, on the other hand, felt bad because she had seen Kiki and Cola together and didn't want them to get separated or hurt. Olnik turned to Selica and said, You will be our eyes and ears once more. Find the couple. Selica said, Master, my wing is hurt. I won't be able to fly tonight. It'll take a couple of days to heal at least. <sighs> Olnik said, We'll lose valuable time. But there is nothing to be done. I'll send some of my night creatures out to search for the couple while you heal. And as soon as you are better, you must resume the search as well. Selica nodded. Three days later, after her wing had healed a little, she took to the sky to search for Kiki and Cola once again. She felt confused inside, like a mighty storm was tearing her apart from within. Well, that's the end of the story, The Wrath of a Different Naiad. The next episode is called Old Geeky and Old Weeky. Goodbye.